0: Salute! We are in Rome.
1: This place is loaded with amazing food, wine, and culture.
0: Now in this episode, we are going to take you to an ancient theater and an ancient amphitheater, plus the forum where Caesar was buried.
1: And you will get to indulge your palate in two outstanding eateries for Roman food and drink. First, we drink in Rome's ancient past at the Colosseum.
0: The Gladiator Arena is Rome's most thrilling and popular ancient site. It dates back 2000 years to 80 AD.
1: You can walk around most of this monumental structure and make sure to stop and take it all in now and remember what it was then a 50,000-seat amphitheater that was clad in travertine marble.
0: And you can feel the history and the stories here in a very palpable way.
1: You'll see some of the old travertine. Most of it was covered with centuries of pollution and nature.
0: And they're working to clean it now, which you can see in certain places that have already been restored. Imagine, too,
1: the seats covered by a huge canvas awning that encircled the arena.
0: Now, all of this was built over an underground complex where animals were caged and stage sets prepared.
1: The games involved gladiators fighting wild animals or
0: each other. Now, you can also enjoy the Coliseum on a night tour. Our jet setter friend Kathy Ray sent us these photos and she raves about it.
1: Check ahead of time since weather can cancel the night tours.
0: A short walk nearby is another must, the Roman Forum.
1: This is an impressive sprawl of ruins that was ancient Rome's central district, filled with temples, basilicas, and vibrant public marketplaces.
0: Yeah, and this is really where the Roman Empire began. It was originally a marshy burial ground developed in the 7th century B.C.
1: And Roman technology made the form free from flooding with an underground drainage system.
0: And the result was this huge government, commerce, and entertainment meeting spot for different local tribes and ethnicities who would create what would become the social, political, and commercial hub of the Roman Empire.
1: Julius Caesar was cremated and then buried here. And you can almost hear the eulogy given by Mark Antony echoing through the air.
0: Now, there are some celebrated arches here the Arch of Constantine. Dedicated in 315 A.D. is the largest Roman triumphal arch.
1: And the Arch of Titus, built in the 1st century A.D., has inspired many famous arches, including the Arc de Triomphe in Paris, France.
0: The forum wasn't rediscovered until the 19th century, and excavation work has been continuing ever since. Again, take time to stop, look around, and take it all in.
1: As you walk in the steps of the ancient Romans here, you will begin to see why they say, all roads lead to Rome. Not far away is the Teatro Marcello, a Roman theater.
0: Known as the Jewish Colosseum because it resides in the Jewish ghetto, even though construction started under Julius Caesar.
1: It is near to the Piazza Venezia and is also home to a popular summer festival.
0: It's worth a walk around inside on your own. Or if you prefer, there are plenty of tours. We recommend signing up online ahead of time.
1: Finding one when you arrive on site can be daunting when you consider the popularity. Our jet setter guide, Tanya Grigg, says plan ahead.
2: Well, they need to go through the reviews, I mean, go through advice and stuff. Other than that, through experience through friends. Like, if a family person recommend, that is the best way to find a good guide, I think, you know? You have experience with us, and you can, you know, like, I believe how people recommend. than the site, sometimes in the websites, you find wrong information, you know? A tour guide should definitely speak good English, if they're looking for an English tour or a Spanish tour. And local guides are the best, you know, because they know what they're talking about.
0: Talking and enjoying locals is something you should embrace. Romans are very friendly and helpful.
1: Tanya offers some key Italian words that you'll want to know before you go.
2: Yes, I mean, ciao is the first thing. <laughs> if you can say ciao and buongiorno, which is very common, you don't have to be scared to even to say ciao to a stranger if somebody's passing by. Italian or not, even an American in Italy, you have to say ciao. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing.
0: Uh, the, the experience we've had, especially compared to other countries, is that in Rome, people are approachable here. It's actually, they're more friendly yes, to talk very to tourists. Yes,
2: You have to, we even have to say hi to the dogs that they walk, you know? Very friendly. <laughs> uh, you don't find dogs trapped inside the house uh, because everything is connected, you feel home, you know? Now, I am. I am an immigrant. <laughs> But I never missed home, because everybody is friendly.
1: Of course, the best way is to sit down and eat with the Romans. And we have two musts in Rome's nearby Centro Storico section that both locals and tourists alike love.
0: Now, the first is Bar Rosanna, 1946. And Rosanna, whose family started this, is still cooking here with her son as the fourth generation.
1: They have also done some traveling, too. Notice the license plates from their trips.
0: But here at Rosanna 1946, you will feel like a local. Notice the traditional combo of espresso and grappa.
1: We opted for this quintessential sandwich, a perfect panini.
0: That's right, crispy bread combined with melted mozzarella, juicy tomatoes, and cool basil. Truly delightful.
1: And it went great with this, a local white wine you can only get in Rome, Frascati.
0: And it's fabulous. Light and unique, it's a combo of Chablis, Sauvignon Blanc, and Pinot Grigio with a hint of bubbles.
1: Now here's our first undercover jet setter tip for you. At Rosana 1946, Frascati is not on the the wine-by-the-glass list.
0: But if you ask, they will open a bottle for you and pour you a glass. Say hello to the bartender, Juni, and tell him we sent you.
1: Next, you must hit Roscioli, Salamaria. Crowds of Roman palates don't lie.
0: Yeah, make a reservation even if it's a weekday afternoon. That is how popular this place is. It went from zero to packed in a matter of minutes.
1: Naturally, we dipped into some local wines here too. The Sangiovese Toscano Rosa from Toscano is a classic Chianti style, medium bodied wine that will complement any meal.
0: Wanna white, try Verdicchio from the Marsh District. It tastes like a Sauvignon Blanc combined with a Viognier.
1: To start, our waiter brought us warm focaccia and this beautiful soft cheese, drizzled with olive oil and a little pepper, on the house.
0: And they live up to their Salamaria name. There is a book of a menu to order cheeses and cold cuts from. Just look at how fresh this selection is.
1: The meals here are classic Roman. Get the Biz di Mariozzo. These are two little warm, soft buns filled with Robiola cheese, black braid pork, and anchovies from the Cantabric Sea.
0: It is an explosion of taste that hits your palate on all levels. Salty, herby, sweet, sour, and savory.
1: Next, we chose the pasta. Cacio e Pepe, and it is simply pasta with cheese and pepper but it is anything from simple in flavor.
0: Here at Roscioli, the pasta is cooked to perfection, al dente. And that is the key to making this dish. Now, you may see some online reviews where people say the pasta is undercooked. It is not. Absolutely
1: correct. It is what perfectly al dente should be. And the divine flavor bomb comes from the crunchy saltiness of the pecorino cheese along with the hot and sweet spice of the pepper. They use three different kinds here.
0: Now, we needed some dessert, but we thought eh, we'd hold off since we still had to eat dinner.
1: Our waiter had other plans for us, though. He showed up with this biscotti in a decadent chocolate sauce, and it was superb.
0: The chocolate was creamy and rich, while the biscotti was made with, get this, red wine. What a perfect combo.
1: And again, this was complimentary from the kitchen. Grazie, Roscioli. Te amo.
0: And if you have a food allergy or intolerance, like gluten, the menu shows all the details and they will help you make the right choices. Getting around Rome is fairly easy, and there are several modes of transportation available.
1: We suggest walking. It is a fun way to see the local facets of the city, and you will want to walk off all that yummy food that you've been eating, too.
0: Taxis are plentiful. Hail one from the street or use this app, My Free Taxi. Find it in the App Store under Free Now My Taxi. You can hook up your credit card, and it works just like Uber.
1: If you are grabbing a cab on the street, keep in mind that most only take cash, so have it on hand.
0: Now, if taxis aren't in your budget, you can also use the bus or the metro. The bus will get you closer to your destination.
1: The metro in Rome has only two lines, so you may end up walking a bit more if you decide to take that.
0: Keep in mind to have comfy walking shoes as many streets are cobblestones and uneven.
1: Now, if you feel like biking it, Uber offers Jump, electric bikes that you can pick up and drop off around the city.
0: Just download the Jump by Uber app from the App Store so you can access it.
1: And those are your Jet Setter tips for getting around Rome. Prego!